Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. Welcome back to another episode of Cameron Reads Comics. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Batman the Night, number one, by Chip Zdarsky and Carmine D. Giondomenico. Um, okay, let's just get into it. So first, you guys need to know that I'm a huge Chip Zdarsky fan. I love him, <laughs> and so uh, when this series was announced, I knew I was, it was something I, I was going to want to read. Uh Especially, like, you guys, if you have not read Chip Zdarsky on Batman, go check out Batman the uh, Batman Urban, Urban Legends, issues number one through six. His Jason Todd arc was actually what I thought to be, like, the best Jason Jason Todd arc I've ever read. When it, when it was announced that this title was coming out, I was like, yeah, no, you don't need to twist my arm. You don't need to tell me anything more. Chip Zdarsky on Batman. It's almost like he's fulfilling this, like, Frank Miller journey. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is even deeper. Okay, so Frank Miller rein- reinvented Daredevil, obviously, as we know. My favorite run of all time. Then he comes on to Batman. He does Batman Year One. He does um, Dark Knight Returns, just like crushes it. And so now, here we are with freaking Chip Zdarsky doing a Batman origin story-esque. And here we go. His true his true Frank Miller transformation is, is happening. As he's currently writing Daredevil. Come on, come on. Okay, so also about the uh, the artist, uh, Carmine Di Giandomenico, I believe, I'm 100% sure he was the early uh, artist on Flash Rebirth, for uh, written by Joshua, Joshua Williamson, so there goes some context, maybe you guys have read that, I think he was the artist during the Godspeed arc, so I've read his stuff before, um, I like his art, but it's funny, because I don't think that would, he wouldn't have been my first choice for this book, and that's not to say, like, I, I would, I don't like his art, it's just like, oh wow, like, Based on his Flash stuff, I'm really excited to see what he does with the darker tone. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like his art a lot. I think it's so dynamic. But um, it, it was an interesting choice for something like this. You know, usually I'd picture a uh, a lot of John Paul Leon art. I know he is unfortunately passed, but um, uh, George Fornes, like stuff like that. Uh, no, like a David Makabuki esque to really make the transformation complete. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Carmine, and I'm actually really looking forward to. Uh, I, I, spoiler warning: I loved his art in this issue, and so having the case moving forward, I think I'm I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do in a world of where where I complained about so many Batman titles being uh, churned out by one publisher. I wanted to let you guys know that this is something I'm actually like I. I'm glad we have this one. I'm glad we have this Batman title because I feel like this is the first time in a long time where Batman has been in uncharted territory. They have done so many things to the character, but you know, even where this issue picks up, uh, I feel like we've never seen though. I don't, I've never seen that scene, which is, uh, you know, it picks up right after the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, where Alfred and Bruce are walking out of the police station, going back to Wayne Manor on the worst night of Bruce's life. I'm, I was thinking, I was like, we've never seen that before. And so the story goes through Bruce being upset and trying to find outlets uh, because it's not like, oh, I'm just going to become Batman. It is, it's a journey on how he becomes Batman. And like, it's all just uncharted territory. And we're, we're interacting with Gotham in, in ways that we, that I thought we never have. Um, it's just a view of Batman, or more more appropriately, it's a view of Bruce that we've never seen before. This is Bruce before the bat. This is um, 
Yeah, I was just it's 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 very compelling. Um, Zdarsky mostly most of this issue takes place when he's eighteen, um, interacting with other students in Gotham Academy. He sees a bully uh, shortly after his parents' death, obviously on campus at Gotham Academy, and he just loses his mind. He gets he gets in a lot of fights, and like one of the biggest things that they mention is like Bruce, how come there's our scars on your knuckles? One of the things that stuck out to me the absolute most was Zadarsky's understanding of Alfred, and I think I'd say the two most important supporting characters in any Batman story are Alfred and Commissioner Gordon. And so, I in this issue, Zadarsky really shows his appreciation and understanding of Alfred. Who who is Alfred to Bruce, and and what can there's a lot of people who can't talk to Bruce a certain way, you know, Robin can't Robin can't like emotively you know morally check Bruce but Alfred can Alfred's the closest thing Bruce has to a father if anything like you know we've had more Bruce has had more meaningful you know fatherly relational moments with Alfred than he had with his actual dad because Bruce's parents and I don't mean to sound bleak but Bruce's parents served one purpose and that was to die and shape him into who he was. You know, it was, they, they were in action. And so all the, all the hindsights that we have, you know, all the flashbacks we have to Bruce's parents were just like them being perfect people, which is wonderful. But for, for, for when it actually comes to Bruce's upbringing, you know, Alfred is the perfect father figure to him. We see the ups and the downs and the true kind of uh, familial narrative that happens within their relationship. Um, one thing also that I think, that was one. That was the one that stuck out the most to me is Bruce and Alfred's relationship, uh, because it shows him when he's ten, and Alfred trying to hone him in, like giving him outlets in, in boxing and other classes and reading. I feel like I've never seen Bruce read a book. Well, not that that'd make for very interesting comics, but like Alfred trying to sharpen Bruce's mind instead of like the way Bruce only wants to sharpen his body. I thought was so interesting. So Alfred takes out all the books in the family library and he says to Bruce, "We will fill." this you know we we are going to fill this book fill this library again you know with books you have read which i was like oh that's so beautiful i'm like if i had one of those it'd all be comic books there's a moment okay so bruce joins an underground fighting ring at age 18 so it's kind of skips to when he's in high school which is the best you know you we don't need to see bruce going through grade school i think the little point that he made uh Zdarsky made about bruce getting in fights and not liking bullies it all checks out Pretty much Bruce gets busted by the cops in an underground fighting ring because that's how he thinks he can be of use. And Alfred picks him up from the police station and just freaking reams him. He he gets in the car, but it's like one of the... It, it exemplifies their relationship. Alfred said, you are trying to go to war when so many people have fought in one so that you wouldn't have to. Um, Alfred understands the big picture of what Bruce is going to mean to Gotham from the Wayne family perspective, you know, the legacy of his friends. And I, I just adored that. I love that. And they replicated this scene uh, of them walking out of the police station that they started the issue with in that moment. And I thought it was perfect. I don't want to spoil that detail because it was so freaking good. There's also super importantly, the inclusion of Hugo Strange, which if you know who that is, is one of Batman's earliest villains. Uh, and he's a psychiatrist that really messes with Bruce. And there's a whole arc of Bruce... Being a young, vulnerable man, <laughs> there's no Batman for him to, you know, let out his rage. So Bruce is just a very dark kid, you know, he's just a grump uh, as per usual. But um, there's a whole arc with Doctor Strange that Bruce has, uh, and it's really, really interesting. So 
and that's what you have to look forward to in this issue. Uh, when it comes to the art, uh, the artist does a really, really, really wonderful job of like inking the pages darkly and like the, the pencils and the page layouts I thought were so good. Um, one thing I really respect about this collaborative team, and I think Zdarsky as a writer is he writer artists always know how many words are really supposed to be on the page. And then uh, they, they can under, they understand what, artists can do narratively to push the story along you know there's not more pay there's not more words on the page than need to be there so um i just really freaking adored that uh and you see that so this this artist carmine D. Gian domenico does a wonderful job of uh kind of using the blank space and really weaving the narrative well and telling telling time within the the story I thought it was really, really good. Um, really liked his art, and, and I'm excited to see him moving forward, especially as uh, you know Bruce travels far and wide uh, in this story. Now, for the review, um, am I going to pick up issue number two? I think the answer is obvious. I'm obviously going to pick up issue number two. I love Chip Zdarsky. I love his Batman. love his Daredevil. It's a no-brainer for me to go pick up this series. So really, really, really excited. Um you know, I thought it was really great. Hey, if you've read uh, Batman the Night number one or are currently reading the series as it's coming out, drop a comment. Tell me what to think. I'd love to know and I'd love to chat about it. Make sure to clap with those like and subscribe buttons and maybe check out my podcast, Cameron Reads Comics. I will see you guys next time.